0: Audio Wrangling is a sister site to audio angling, which allows people with angling and related topics to express them freely as an insight into what some of the issues were in the early part of the 21st century. My name's Phil Williams and this is a 2014 recording with Essex boy Paul Maris. For years there's been concerns over fish stocks and the knock-on effect that commercial overcropping can have on rotten line fishing but arguably, according to Paul Maris, there could be something even more worrying looming up on the horizon. Does angling, and sea angling in particular, have a future? Well, yeah, I've fished for 50 years.
1: This is the one thing I have noticed, and it does worry me, not only me, but a lot of other people. I've been involved with quite a few clubs, I mean like the national one, like the British Conger Club, and that is the lack of the youngsters that are going to follow us. I mean, what I've noticed now, most of the clubs, most of the people you see on charter boats now are of the same era, the same age group. And there's not enough youngsters following through. So it does worry me what's going to happen when we pack up with the numbers and what have you. Charter skippers, I mean, there are a few, I do know a few young charter skippers, but they are few and far between. And clubs, I know of a number of clubs that have wound up because, um, people have retired or had enough. They've been members of, like, committees and what have you for a number of years, want to stand down. And there's not that youth. I'm not just talking to teenagers. I'm talking to 20 and 30 year olds even. There's not enough of them. And there's not enough enthusiasm to carry on. And it is a worrying thought. And the reasons, I don't think you can pinpoint it to one reason. I think it's an accumulative thing. It's a number of reasons. Cost, obviously. It's not cheap. Diesel's expensive. I mean, no, I've been a businessman. I know running costs and overheads and what have you, insurances and moorings and what have you, and that And it is very costly to run a charter boat. So they've got to up their price. Money's not available like it used to be. I can remember the days when you charter a boat for £100, £150. I mean, now we are talking about 450 for inshore and £600 for offshore. It's a lot of money. So whereas the normal run-of-the-mill committee member would be going fishing once a month, he can't afford to do that now. And especially clubs like us that don't live on the coast, so have to travel. And a lot of the time when they travel, they stay overnight. Not only have you got the cost of the boat, you've got the cost of the petrol, parking, overnight stays, drinking, eating. It's a costly exercise. So whereas they was doing it once a month, they might only do it once every three months. And plus the fact the youth of today, is all electronics now, isn't it? I'll give you an example. Sid and I, we I mean, I do a lot of fishing a ball. We was at an airport, and we was a couple of hours early for our flight, and we were sitting there waiting for the, oh, I don't know, in the area there, must have been about 150 seats there. And I just happened to notice, I looked around, and I just happened to notice, and I'm not kidding, Sid and I were the only two people that were sitting there without our heads in something that was electronic, looking at playing games and God knows what. And I'm afraid that is the youth of today now. All they do is sit there and they've got their head stuck in that.
0: And I don't know. Um, And resulting from it is a complete lack of social interactions and skills. It is. Tweets, texts and emails instead of the spoken word distributed by hermits who rarely, have ever seen the light of day.
1: There was a a cartoon in uh, in the mail a few weeks back. And it was a young wife texting her husband who was sitting in the living room watching the telly. And she was in the kitchen, and she texted him to ask him what he wanted for tea. And that just about sums it up, I think, to be honest. Uh, you know, and that's, that's where we are. But as I said, it, it is a concern because I'm passionate about it. I know I'm sea fishing, but I, I'm talking about fishing in general. I mean, there probably are more youngsters who do freshwater fishing than there are sea fishing. But uh, it is a worrying thing. And I mean, like the British Conger Club, when you think that is a national thing, and they are struggling, they really are, I mean... Well, they, they've got to a stage now where they have their AGM over the same weekend as they do their championship, just to get the numbers there to hold a, an AGM. It's just not the interest there. And you sit there and you look around, and I bet you there's not two or three people that's under the age of 25 that's sitting
0: there. We're all 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s. As you know, I'm a small boat fisherman, and where I launch along the Fowl Coast, we have three tractor launching clubs. I think they have a potential membership pegged at around 70 boats for each of the three. There was a time back in the 1970s when you even had to go on a waiting list, on top of which, people were also using Land Rovers and handballing the lighter boats to the water's edge. It was literally like a dinghy car park out there. But these days you're lucky even to see half a dozen other boats, and I wouldn't be surprised if the three clubs would fail to muster 70 boats between them now. In some ways, it's the same situation as with motorbikers. In years gone by, it was always the younger people who owned the bikes. Now it seems it's those same people having grown on and retired with enough disposable income to revisit the good old days. But as with the small boaters, charter anglers and the like, what happens when they, or should I say we, slip off the radar?
1: Yeah. I don't, I know A lot of the skippers I, I use, they mates. I mean, we, we talk often. I mean, they'll, they'll email me and stuff like that. And I've asked them the question. I said, well, your scenario, are you doing more individuals now or are you still with clubs? And a lot of them have said the same thing. They've still got clubs that go use them. But whereas once upon a time they filled the boat easily, no problem. They book 12 trips a year and they fill them. What he's getting now, they'll phone them up three or four weeks prior to the actual date. I say, whatever the skip's name, say, Chris, say, Chris, look, mate, we've only got four. Can you make the numbers up? Honestly, Phil, as you say, right across the board, right across the country, it really is worrying. There's no two ways about that. And, I mean, I know two boats in particular down out of Weymouth now, basically nearly all their trade now is individuals. They just specialise in individuals. They work at their websites, and uh, they're just filling their boats up with individuals. And they seem to be doing more bookings than the other boats that used to have clubs. So
0: Well, I don't charter fish to the same extent that you do. But do you think that if this trend does carry on, charter spaces will become harder to find as more and more boats go out of business? Or is that already happening? And might that not make for better fishing for the few boats and anglers that do continue? The one thing that's gone now are the cowboys.
1: Definitely. There was a lot of here today gone to Morris, and they haven't survived. I think the ones that are about now are as good as it gets I mean obviously you've all got your favourite skippers and you've all got your favourite ports but uh, I mean the ones I've been out with I mean they're they're as good as it gets there's no two ways about that but as you said it's not one specific thing yeah the fishing's changed dramatically the tackle and everything now is as good as it gets I don't think you can get any in a way it's probably got a little bit too scientific as far as I'm concerned I like to keep my fishing simple and all that but that's me personally but not only is it price, it's, well, it's, it's all sorts of stuff, really. It's uh, I think generally with the youngsters, it's lack of interest. They just don't seem to want to know. You could say it starts at school. They're not encouraged to go out and climb trees or play conkers. I mean, all this health and safety and all this rubbish, they're not supposed to get their hands dirty anymore. And I think that do not help. I mean, that has an effect on everything. So, you know, where do you draw the line? Children are think, to a certain extent. Uh, stuff's too easy. I think the way I can see the way things going nowadays, in the end, we're not going to need arms and legs because we're not going to use them. The way I look at it personally, I think we came on this earth at a good time. We missed the wars. We've seen the good days and enjoyed life. And I I look at the future and I can't see much of a future the way things are going, to be honest. My passion is fishing and I've seen the housing days and I've done all that, enjoyed them. And uh, But where it's going to go, I don't know. The commercial side, we haven't mentioned commercial fishing. I was talking to one of the skippers, and I mean, the electronics they've got now, they're pinpointing shoals and all that. I mean, he showed me on his electronics that he's got now, and he can pinpoint a ship now. Just for example, say the, the Thames Estuary. He can bring it all up, the Thames Estuary on his screen, and he can pinpoint every ship that's on there, where it's going and what have you, he can lock on to a, a ship, it will tell him what it is, where it's come from, what it's carrying, where it's going, what speed it's doing, whatever it Unbelie the information right in front of him is phenomenal. And he was telling me what they can do, they can all these commercial boats, they can track wherever they're trolling, they can track everything. So basically all they've got to do is hear what they've caught, whatever They know where they've been,
0: and they can go back and hit that. And this is what you're up with. I mean I've got the same system as that on my trailboat. The AIS tracks commercial vessels, while the radar allows me to touch the screen wherever I see a blip, such as a charter boat and anchor many miles away, then fixes its GPS position as a waypoint which I can then poach on another occasion, without the other boat even being aware that this has happened, and I've been able to do that since 2010. So what's it going to be like then in the future? They're getting too good,
1: and I think it's not good, if you know what I mean. Generally, I think we're persecuting everything on this planet, to be honest. The human race. And, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think Sunny's dramatically's gotta change. But that's, that's not just fishing, that's everything in general, to be honest, Phil.